Have you ever considered actually purchasing property with say your sibling or your partner or you know, a family friend? Well, have you ever considered buying something with the government? Um, yeah, this is a wee one, but it's something that's been proposed in Australia here. So I thought it would be interesting to deep dive and also get your thoughts on what's actually playing out. If you guys are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, occasionally I'll talk about weird concepts like buying with the government and buying homes that you live in, but then maybe they have the occasional pop in. In a second here, we're going to go through a proposal that's been, you know, suggested to play a big part in the elections later this year. Now, housing affordability has always been a concern. This is not new news, but they are proposing something that could change that. When you really deep dive into it, is it everything that you're hoping for? So that's what we're gonna talk about. But before we continue, if you are interested in this sort of content on the daily, then definitely join the Patreon group, the VIP Patreon group. There's a link in the description below. That's where I am every day. I talk about stuff that I find very interesting and it's pretty much nerd talk, but essentially it gets you in the right mindset to actually go out and invest, whether it's NFTs, whether it's crypto, whether it's buying a property or whether it's out there just going, hey, I need to find some logic in this market when everyone's irrational, I want to be rational. The federal government could help more Australians get into the property market by co-purchasing homes with lower income earners, a leading think tank has proposed as the nation's housing crisis pushes the dream of home ownership further out of reach for many. A national shared equity scheme where the federal government co-purchases up to 30% of a property's value is being called for by the Graddon Institute ahead of the next election as a way to help arrest declining rates of home ownership among poorer Australians. Now, let's just pause here for a second because I'm not sure if I can take anything for face value anymore, especially when it comes to politics. I don't know, and I haven't read this article, I don't know much about it, but my initial thoughts are that are we really trusting the government to then help support us by having 30% ownership of our house? I don't know, this is causing me some uh, red flags. The proposed scheme would enable first home buyers and older Australians re-entering the market to buy with as little as 5% with co-purchasing with the government, which would then take the same proportionate share of up to 30% of any profits when the home was sold. Interesting. The scheme would be restricted to single people with incomes below $60,000 or couples with a combined income below $90,000 purchasing their principal place of residence. Regional price caps could mean participants could only buy homes costing less than the medium property price in their city or region. This is interesting. So a couple of things straight away, it's targeted at the lower income earners and it's also targeted at principal place of residence, so buying your own home and not investment properties. The concern I have, and I've had this ongoing concern, I'll link a video up here about the first home buyer scheme and how this idea of actually going in with a low deposit is actually a really good idea when you purchase your first home and sometimes you can do that with as little as five that's what it's coming across as when they say this is an opportunity this is for affordable Australia you know buy your own home but the problem I have with that is that you're most liable when the markets decline and we have corrections so it sort of seems counterintuitive where on one hand you're like I want to help all these Australians buy property and you can buy it for as little as five percent we'll obviously co-own it but buy it with as little as five percent and there's a bunch of you know first-time buyer grants so we're encouraging you to buy your own place. But then on the flip side, you're also encouraging the increase of rates. You're increasing the likelihood that we could have a correction in this market. Now you've always heard the age old saying that, you know, you've got to go in with a 
20% deposit when you purchase property. We know that that's not true. You can go in with less than that, 10%, 5% in some cases, even 2%. But the problem is you then have a bigger exposure to the market. So if we have a shift or a slight turn in the market by even 5%, which I don't deem to be a correction, but 5% could put you underwater. Now we have a concern because once you get into negative equity territory, that is when anxiety is going to peak. You've got financial stress to the roof. And not only that, but because you live in the property, the cash flow is so you can't exactly just go, hey, I'm going to pass on this increased cost to my tenants. No, you can't do that. You're then forced into a position that you really hope you don't lose your job. You lose your job, you lose the house. And that's my biggest problem with this. Grattan Institute Economic Policy Program Director Brendan Coates said the rapid rise of house prices had made saving a deposit a huge problem for those without the help of the bank of mum and dad. House prices have risen so much relative to income that it's increasingly difficult for anyone to buy a home without family support, Mr. Coates said. Now, I agree to a certain extent that there's parts of the market that are now being helped by their parents and you know that's how they want to do it that's awesome right you're helping out your kids but even in today's market if i was to start from scratch and you're making you know pretty average income you can actually go out there and do a lot it's just a matter of accountability now if you've gone ahead and you've purchased dumb shit, then yes, you're going to put yourself in a bit of strife because you've got to now pay off those loans, whether it's a car loan, whether it's you taking afterpay so you can go on a holiday or whatnot. But it's just about accountability. I would rather see this amount of support and stimulus rather than pushing up the property market, because I'll get to that in a bit. I'd rather have the government actually invest in proper schooling systems around financial education. Now, it doesn't just have to be the schooling system. They could actually go out there, create programs for free as part of the council offering or part of the government offering where you can access it free courses, teach you about finance, financial education. That would be amazing. I would rather have people do that than to go out there and get encouraged to actually go and buy their own home because, hey, it's free money. The government's going to help you out and we'll actually go in, buy the property with you. We really want you to get a property. At the end of the day, I don't think that's the solution. If people aren't able to increase their income, they aren't able to save more money. This might just add more financial stress because again, as I say, everything works in cycles. We've had a great time in the Australian property market. I think it's going to continue for a little bit longer, but I could be wrong. Again, I don't give financial advice because I don't have a fancy piece of paper behind me. I've only just got this uh, lamp that just recently got upgraded. And while we're on the topic of upgrades, drop a like for the video because I've moved up in life, guys. I've gone from the Kmart t-shirt to the Uniqlo t-shirt and you would be aware of this if you were in the Patreon live Q&A the other night and people started questioning whether I had lifestyle creep because I went from a $4 t-shirt to a $10 t-shirt and I'm really questioning it too. <laughs> he noted that home ownership rates were falling fast, especially among the young and poor, halving over decades for lower income earners aged 24 to 34 from 57% to just 28%. That is a phenomenal drop. The proposal follows the New South Wales government's recent announcement that it was developing a shared equity scheme to help first home buyers and the Victorian government's expansion of a similar scheme late last year. Shared equity schemes are already in place for Western Australia, South Australia and Tasmania, but offer comparatively few shared equity loans, Mr. Coates said. There are also options for public housing tenants in Queensland with low to moderate income earners can access a land rent scheme in ACT. There is a patchwork of existing state schemes. The longest is Western Australia's key start, and that's an effective but still relatively small. Mr. Coates said, adding that it had a very low default rate and had turned a profit for the government over time. Profit for the government? 
Okay. Maybe I'm just speculating and, you know, put my tinfoil hat on, but the government wanting to take a piece of the pie is probably what it's looking like. They come in, they co-own the place, and then they can also come in and have a nice share of the profit. Now, I'm not someone that's pessimistic about the market. I'm definitely not a negative Nancy. I'm not a doomsdayer, but it sort of seems to me like there are so many other options here on the table when it comes to helping low-income earners, affordable housing, but yet they've gone down this path. And I feel like there's something in it for them because that's just how we've been brought up, right? They've always gone on how does this benefit us most? State schemes could be replaced or funded through a national partnership agreement, the proposal suggests, as the federal government had lower borrowing costs than state governments and were better placed than private providers to secure the long-term financing required. The shared equity scheme would help first-home buyers into the market faster, but also help older Australians, especially vulnerable older women who may have their savings needed for a deposit, but too little time left in the workforce to secure their loan they need, Mr. Coates said. Now, here's my thoughts so far. I feel like this is more of a band-aid approach to a problem that has existed for many years. And instead of going and actually fixing the fundamentals of the problem in our system, they've gone, hey, let's just put a band-aid over the band-aid. And what eventually happens is the band-aids become ineffective. And at that point, when you're trying to rip off the band-aid, it's gonna hurt a lot more. So again, I go back to the fact that we need to have proper education in the system. It's why I bring out videos as much as I can on the channel, but I can't do this alone. I need the community with your help, share these videos out to the people that need it. But at the end of the day, we also need to meet the education halfway. We need to go in and have accountability for ourselves. If we can see that there's a problem coming up in 20 to 30 years, we probably need to start preparing for it today. So a system like this actually benefiting the older generation, older Australians that you know are in a real difficult position, I'm sure there's other opportunities and there's ways that they can help them. But going down this path of saying, hey, we can help first home buyers that are like 25, 30, 35 to get into the property market by going and co-owning 30% of them. At the moment, it's 30%. What happens when we start going 30% to 50% to 80% and then before we know it the government owns half of Australia. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I would really really appreciate knowing what your thoughts are. I've got a Facebook group as well. You can definitely go check that out. Let's start a discussion around this because I don't really want to come out here and say, "Oh, you know, housing affordability is a concern, but we can't do anything about it." I think there's plenty of things we can do about it. Again, I'm not a politician. I'm just some guy on YouTube that talks random stuff. But I think if we go and work together to actually go build a community out around education, around doing the right thing, we can avoid having to rely on stupid schemes like this or the first-home buyer schemes, which I think personally is more of a liability for people rather than actually looking out for them. Now, granted, I know that the people that have actually benefited from those things, they've gone and taken the grant, they've gone and purchased their own property that's probably made equity and it's been the best financial decision they've made. I'm not on that system. I'm just saying that because of the way it's been presented, the way it gets marketed, is that you see people in their early 20s, mid 20s and early 30s going, that's my only option. That is the only way I'm gonna buy property. When in fact, it's actually not. And we see a decline in young people not wanting to buy their homes. Well, that might not just be because of affordability. That might mean because they want a bit of flexibility. For me, I was always taught, hey, go and buy a house. You know, when you're in your 20s, go and buy a house. I know everyone, my cousins, my uncles, aunties, they all bought homes in their 20s and 30s. I'm not doing that. Whereas I'm not doing that, my brother's not doing it, and we're in a better financial position than they were when they did it. And the reason for that is because people have different priorities as we go through this world, and everyone talks about the metaverse and living on something called the blockchain is definitely an exciting, but also an uncertain time ahead. For me, it doesn't make sense to go out, purchase a property with a 2% or 5% deposit, let and giving 30% of the ownership to a government. No thanks. Please go and do your research. And if these videos actually help you learn a few things, then definitely drop me a like. And if you're new here, subscribe to the channel. I'm here about three times a week and I've got some really exciting news coming up in the next couple of weeks. So thank you so much for watching and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.